Thank you, Trav, for correcting Emily on the furniture burning procedures in Isla Vista. Mattresses, we burn couches and throw goalposts into the ocean. That's the other thing that we've done. We will burn our own couches to the ground in celebration. And when the Gauchos won the national championship in men's soccer a handful of years ago, they literally picked up the goals from Harder Stadium where they play Mm -hmm. and walked them to the cliffs in in Isla Vista and hurled the goal off of the cliff into the ocean. How far? How far are we going here? Half a mile. That's a long way. That's a long way. But you know what? UVA just wins too many national championships. I understand. We can't really like, do I, yeah, that yeah, every I time we win because then we'd be out of stuff. You know, we might win swimming for a three-peat this year. So, you know. <laughs> Into the ocean, Slee. A soccer goal. I pretty, like your story Pretty good better. size. I like that. Pretty good. Half a mile. I think it's probably about a half a mile. Maybe maybe a quarter. But it's not around the corner. That's awesome. <laughs> How do you top that story? It's on YouTube. You're, you, you, you just type UCSB soccer goalpost ocean, and you'll see the parade of people walking down Dale Playa to chuck it into the ocean. Um, Anthony Davis will not play tonight against the Rockets in Houston. Uh, quote, uh, Anthony Davis will not play tomorrow, according to Darvin Ham. That would be tonight. There was an organizational decision to keep him out of back-to-backs, even though Ham stressed that Davis remains pain-free, playing on the foot that kept him out 20 games earlier this season. Uh, Darvin did add, quote, it was definitely a thought to rest Davis more in the second half, allowing him to play tonight. But the Lakers' second-half trouble meant that Davis had to play late into the fourth quarter. It, it's too bad. Like I said, I'm not relitigating Anthony Davis all over again. I wish he was playing. Mm-hmm. He's not, and I hope they win, and I hope that when he gets back on the court following tonight's game that he gives me more good than bad. This, I'm just day-to-day with AD, and he's not available today, so whatever. Well, that one uh, – th- that one's kind of a really tough one to swallow that when you have a 35 this this is kind of what I meant we were talking about it a little bit earlier how it deflated a little bit as the second half went on when you have a 35 point lead I know for me I'm doing the halftime show 75 to 40 I'm already talking about all right hey make sure this thing is done by the time the fourth quarter starts so then maybe AD plays 25 minutes tonight maybe some of these other starters only because you got the Rockets 24 hours later. That's the only idea, only concept. To hear Darvin Ham say, you know, if they didn't have to use him as much in the fourth quarter, if they didn't have to use him as much in the second half, maybe that would have meant he's going to play against the Houston Rockets. That's a missed opportunity for the Lakers. Lakers were in this situation two weeks ago. They had a back-to-back. Now, that one was different. I think the mis- there was miscommunication. I don't think people really knew that AD was going to be missing back-to-backs. So this one's more expected. Well, the Lakers dropped the ball on that. They gave out really confusing, conflicting stories so that people were unclear as to what was going to happen. That was the Lakers' fault. So that that one was more of a surprise two weeks ago. This one is less of a surprise because they had said he's probably not going to go in these back-to-backs. But that's a missed opportunity for the Lakers because if they lost, the Rockets only have 16 wins this year. Mm-hmm. I think 16 or 17. But if they lost to the Houston Rockets tonight because Anthony Davis is not there, that means something. You know, you and I know obviously what that means in the states. Everything else. If they don't lose to the Houston Rockets, then there's no conversation to be had. But that can happen. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were playing in the last game that they played the Rockets. Rockets won that game by two. It happens in the NBA. Sure. This is these are not these. This is not crazy for the, for something like that to happen. And when you don't have Braun and you don't have Anthony Davis, that's uh, that that would be so incredibly unfortunate to walk away from this road trip one on one. This is the this is what you get. This is what you get. And again, I, I, I'm i done with the Anthony Davis, is he or isn't he? I, I just, I'm so over it. He's not playing the night. Okay. We're just, well, let me know when he's back and, and we'll go from there. They better win the night. 
You know, it's that's just, the point. Yeah, yeah. It, they, they better win. Better tonight. win tonight. They they they've taken what could be just like you said, could happen any night in the NBA. These are all everybody's all getting the time. paid. Happens yep. all the time. Yep. And if Anthony Davis were out there and it happened, you go, happens. Mm-hmm. They just beat the, the Celtics, like you said. Okay. If they lose and he's not there, it's a different conversation. The one two and, weeks and ago, it's just like all right. The one two weeks ago, they did win the back to back, so it got quiet. Nobody really said anything. It did. But tomorrow, if if now they're two games below five hundred again, or in three weeks, you're looking at the schedule and saying Lakers are a game out of whatever. That would uh, that be unfortunate. You're not going to hear it from me tomorrow. Win, lose, or draw. I just I, it, I'm not doing it. But I will say that I don't think that they're going to lose tonight. I don't think that they're going to come down to being a game or two in or out. I think they're going to be comfortably in. Having seen what we've seen for the last three weeks, give or take, having seen D'Angelo look the way that he's looked since he came back about a week ago, having seen Anthony Davis play well more often than he doesn't, knowing that LeBron is at least trending in the right direction on, on a return towards the end of the season, I think the Lakers are going to be in. And I wouldn't even be surprised if they don't have to mess around with the play-in portion of it. Ga- Just get in. Game one or out doesn't have to mean playing tournament or not. It could mean they had a chance at the sixth seed, but yeah. they ended up at number seven. Sure. That, it could be that, right? I, I, the I difference think, of that. Yeah, it, it could be. You're absolutely right. But I just think that the Lakers have hit this spot in, and, and it's it's a lot of things altogether. Denver's playing really poorly. They've lost four in a row. John Morant has been suspended for eight games by the league, so he's not on top back of what he was already missed until mm-hmm. ne- very near the end of the season. Kevin Durant is injured. The Lakers are as playing as well as anybody in the league, not named the Sacramento Kings. The Sacramento Kings are as green when it comes to playoff experience as anybody has been in a really long time. Warriors can't win a road game. All Clippers over the place. are all over all the place. All over the place. Carl Anthony Towns is still out for the Timberwolves. Luka is Even, back and forth. It's, it's funny you say that. That Luka, the, the Mavs and Minnesota, Oklahoma City, Portland, New Orleans, like the, all the teams in that that group. Yeah. Lakers are better than those teams right now. They they just are. The mm-hmm. Lakers are playing better. The Lakers are deeper. The Lakers have a far easier schedule than everybody in the league. It's all shaping up for them, not just to get in, not just to get out of the play, and make not a little just to noise. Be, yeah. yeah, yeah. There's nobody that is super scary, and there's nobody that's going to look at their first round matchup if it's, let's say, the Lakers end up in that sixth spot, and they got the the Memphis Grizzlies in the first round. Memphis is not going to be sitting there saying, oh, well, I'm glad we got the Lakers. Right. If the Lakers are a seventh seed and the Kings end up with that two slot, I don't know if the Kings are going to be saying, oh, I'm, I'm so glad that we get the Lakers. So they'll be, look, they'll be a team to be reckoned with. They got to finish out the season. They still got 13 to go. There's also, um, and I'm going to kind of read off this because you were, you were promoting it in the beginning. So this is from Shams. NBA suspends Grizzly star John Morant for eight games after league investigation into him displaying an apparent gun at a Denver nightclub on social media on March 4th. Um, just a little bit further into it, NBA investigation of John Morant did not conclude that the gun belonged to Morant, was brought by him into the nightclub, nightclub or was displayed by him behind a brief period. Also did not find that Morant possessed the gun while traveling with the team or in any NBA facility. Okay, well, just tweet it again. Okay. This is not as onerous as it appears. He just tweeted that, Suspension covers the six games he'll miss, including tonight versus Miami. He's eligible to play on Monday versus Dallas, the same day that he's able to rejoin the Grizzlies in the team environment. His ramp up to return will begin on Monday and return to games soon thereafter, sources said. So so we, it includes what he's missed? 
I'm going to read it exactly yeah. as it's written. The suspension covers the six games he'll miss, including tonight versus Miami. So the suspension is, yes, as, so as seven I read games that, right there. it is basically he's put portion of this already in the suspension bank. So it's not like he's going to miss eight moving forward. He could be back a lot sooner so than I'll that. be back. So that that's not eight starting today. Yeah. It's eight with already six of these in the bank. So by, by the way, that's even a if, huge difference. Even if it was eight on top, I still think that what you were saying wasn't completely wrong. It wasn't a thirty game. It wasn't a forty no, game. And it wasn't a. It wasn't a fifty game. This is going to be. He was already out. He was getting counseling. Yes. All that counts towards it. Yes. We're going to take away any pay for any of those games. But the investigation, like they said, this is from Shams. Um, it wasn't his gun, and uh, he did not bring it into the nightclub. I, I'm more right than I was three minutes ago <laughs> right you're it's, all over it's, it's back it's it's back and forth speaking of me being right remember mm-hmm. this from yesterday my problem is Malik Beasley last four games he's seven for 28 that's 25 percent from the field on the year for the Lakers he's 37 percent shouldn't Reeves be starting instead of Beasley like you said he had mm-hmm. one game where he made seven there's probably another game where he's going to make seven around off. the corner like if you shoot 40 percent it doesn't mean you go four out of ten every night you can mm-hmm. go eight out of ten one night two out of ten the next night that's 40 percent yeah see I just I don't get them all wrong I got that one right I just needed to be a little more right Why'd you cut my portion off? Do you think I know how to edit anything? Unbelievable. This <laughs> I don't guy. know how to edit anything. Unbelievable. What are you talking about? You should have your sound page taken away for the next two weeks. Do you think I know you how to edit? She gets suspended for eight games. <laughs> Do you think I know how to edit? Eight shows you're suspended. Do you think I know how to edit? Uh, I think you know how to tell people to edit <laughs> and what to edit. That's the right answer. That's the right answer. Just admit. By the way, he finally like had a, a game. What? Finally. Al. My problem is Malik Beasley. Last I told you that this is unbelievable. That that's how you edit it. He's he is a what is he like lifetime from three? Like about forty percent? Is that I about think where he, he was thirty six like coming into this season? He's going to make thirty six percent of them for the Lakers too. That he'd had five bad games in a row means a good one's coming. That's that's but math. that that's not that's okay that because I was critical of Beasley too. The guy had gone through a stretch where he shoot he's firing off every game. Right. You can't go three for twelve and have twelve points. You no, can't I, have I the same amount that, of shots. But he's not going to go three for twelve. Every Correct. Night is the he's going to he's going to have a game. The problem is so far he has not. It hasn't been on a consistent. By the way, if his career average, like you said, I think I just whatever said thirty six, thirty eight, whatever it is. Hopefully he gets back to that, but he's working his way back to that. I would love to know what he's shooting for the Lakers right now because he was the whole Laker team was smoking hot mm-hmm. last night. But he in particular did Taylor edited. Really Who edited it? I, I honestly don't know. Trav did it. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> I honestly don't know who did it. I said just make this sound like I'm right because I was. We get enough of you as it is. We just need to make sure <laughs> that the, my rightness was in there. Um, jaw being back changes things a lot. Right, so when he comes back, whether it's in a couple more or another week or so or whatever, there still has enough questions out there. He period. can beat people by himself. That 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 Memphis without him can. They, there's nobody, whether it's Jaron Jackson or whether it's the Dylan Brooks or whoever it is. Right, They're, those guys aren't good enough to win a series by themselves. Ja kind of is. And if he comes back in, that's one more team where now you need just a little bit of weirdness to happen. You but need I, Ja to be bad or or just human. <laughs> A few times, I think, I think Memphis is not that much different than some of these other conversations we're having about these other teams. There's still question marks there. They've never got to the Western Conference Finals. They walk around like they're the baddest team. That you know, Dylan Brooks talking about a rivalry with the Warriors. You guys haven't done anything, you know. So I, I think they're 
as many questions as we have about some of these other teams in the Western Conference, I also think you can ask the question about the Memphis Grizzlies. Are they mature enough? Do they have enough veterans on that team? Do they know what to do in a game six, two minutes left to go, and this could decide the series or not? The Warriors, who are completely different, um, that conversation when those two teams go up against each other, Memphis has a learning curve too. So if we're going to, they have a, they have more playoff experience than a team like the Sacramento Kings to use as an example, but they got a lot of questions too. John Morant is great, but it's not like this thing is just kind of clicked perfectly for them as well. They're another team that falls into this category of, you still got to show some stuff in the playoffs before you're walking around like you've been in the finals three years in a and row. And they're impulsive. For like Emily, help me out with my vocabulary here. You're my thesaurus. They're 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 a, they're young and impulsive, and they react to things as a like Steph was asked a question yesterday about do you have a relationship or excuse me a rivalry with the Grizz? And his response, and he took a minute to think about it, and he said, "No. What they are is they're a very hard team to beat." They're the team that you have to play well against to beat. The Grizzlies are so emotional when it comes to this stuff. They get caught up in the nonsense. They they get caught up in immature, the, young. It, that's the word. Mm-hmm. It's Im, they're immature and, and 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 impulsive. They they react to the thing that's right in front of them as mm. opposed to being tactical and saying, "I don't need to react to that. I'm going to wait. I'm going to I'm going I'm to keep my options open." They react first and think second. That's not a good thing for a playoff team. That's why I think the Lakers have a really good chance. LeBron doesn't do that. AD doesn't do that. I don't think D'Angelo Russell's going to do that. They've taken, for what it's worth, because nobody's really been healthy on a lot of these, Lakers have taken two of three from the Grizzlies this year. So it'll be a fun matchup, I'll tell you that. He's coming back sooner than later. The good and the bad and the potentially disastrous of the WBC. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Excited to get out there tomorrow. Excited to get out there, see everybody, watch a little college basketball, hang out, and go Aztecs, go Who's. Yeah, if you're around that area, make sure you come out. Even if you're not, make a day. Right, you've already we're been driving laying, out there. Already been laying the groundwork of being sick on Thursday. Anyway, I, you know, I haven't feeling good, boss. Yep. You know, I'm gonna muscle through <laughs> on Tuesday and Wednesday, and Thursday, eh, my stomach's not quite right. So you can go watch basketball. I don't know if out. they, I don't know if they still have it, but I think I've mentioned this before. They used to have that boss button, you know, so you have all the games online, and you used to have the boss button mm-hmm. that if your boss is coming around, you just hit it and just spreadsheets everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember this was early on on the business side. I would, I. I I had to show my boss. I like went right into his office. I'm like, you got to come see this. He's like, what? I'm like, come, come take a look at this. He comes, sits down. 
and I had the games on. He's like, are you really watching the games? I'm like, yeah, it's Thursday. You know? I think we're all watching the <laughs> yeah, games, right? Yeah, I was right? going to say, that's one of yeah. those days you just kind of write it off. Yeah, I mean, I, I think we all basketball. know we're watching it. And I said, but watch this. <laughs> and I hit it, and it's just all these graphs. He's like, I would know that this is not – Of course. You don't have these spreadsheets on a day-to-day basis. <laughs> yeah, I don't you think, think it was meant to trick anybody. It was more <laughs> like, like what you're like, hey, this is kind of funny. This is kind of cool. Um, I have kind of had the opposite week. I felt like – garbage on sunday mm-hmm. like i i was not good i did not feel good on monday felt a little better yesterday but not very good on my way home yesterday by the time we were done with the show i felt kind of like myself again yeah and i did the thing where you know i hadn't really eaten anything other than like, oh. toast and applesauce for the better part of three days you got to make up ground for a couple days i did it yeah. i did i did the thing that is you know it's not the healthiest choice in the world but it's the it's the meal for me that when i'm like ready to get back in the saddle i have to do it i went to mcdonald's yesterday mm. and i hit it on the way home two mcdoubles of fries and a coke might have been the best thing i've ever eaten in my entire life <laughs> just travis is back sugar travis is back salty hot it was so satisfying. It just eating the that, car. I barely was out of the drive-through line before I'd eaten most of it because I had, had, like I said, I hadn't eaten in a few days right. or not hadn't eaten much. I was so hungry, silly. You know, it had been awesome. It just disappeared. It, I'm not kidding you. Two double cheeseburgers, fries, and a coke were gone in less than five minutes. It was just, I was like a Tasmanian devil. There's just pieces of bag floating through the air in the car as I was You're in the drive-thru, and the moment they kind of hand you all the food, right? You grab it, (laughs) and then you instantly put your car in a park. And like, sir, what are you doing? And you're like, not right now. And you just start eating, and you're telling cars behind you, go around. through. (laughs) Go around. By the time I took the food to the time I was out the driveway, it's, I don't know, 20 feet. I'd had three handfuls of French fries. Just do you guys do you guys have that meal that does all right I'm back I'm ready to put more fuel in the tank that not like the gourmet meal just the thing one. that makes you feel better even though I think you could eat it any time but pizza for me a oh, great just, choice I don't know what you want me to do great choice like, so you get over a bout of upset stomach that's the first thing you're hitting upset stomach you weren't feeling good maybe you had the flu and you yeah. just didn't have an appetite anything yeah. like that uh, pizza is like the go to for me. I usually have to have a long comeback, so I usually go like kava. I really love kava, and I get like a really big bowl from them and get like a ton of the pita chips and stuff. So I go that way. That's a good joke. Do you have one, Taylor? Yeah, for the greasy food, I like Chick fil A a lot, but the breakfast. So I'll get the chicken biscuit Ooh. and then get a huge. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had that. Is that you? It's really good. Would recommend? I'll get two or three of those and get a, get a sweet tea. Two or three? Does it come with like a whole piece of chicken? Yeah, it's just like chicken sandwich. You have, yeah, but I could like, eat three chicken sandwiches. That's quite a but bit. But you can have four burgers. Two, They're yeah, McDonald's. They're the, the little skinny ones. Fries, <laughs> but yeah. the, a Chick-fil-A piece of chicken is like a real piece of chicken. It's a real piece of chicken. Are you talking about the biscuits? Chicken biscuit, yeah. It's a little they're, smaller, they're right? Smaller, they're smaller. They're way bit. smaller than yeah. the, the sandwich. They're like they're like um a little, like half a side of the palm. Sorry, I was taking a phone call, so I couldn't listen to what he was saying. Stop doing your job. I was going to say, come on. Multitask, Emily. Let's go. Do better. She's bothered now. She's now she's upset with me. The rest of I'm the trying time. to multitask. You I, asked I, me to do something. Good, good job. Way to <laughs> way to be on top of it. Pickleball coming up on Saturday, ten to four. Agape Pickleball Center, Mile Square Park in Fountain Valley. Just come on out. We're going to have a great time. It's open to anybody that wants to come. There's TVs to watch your basketball. There's a beer garden. There's a kid zone. There are food and drinks. There's a DJ. There's a yep. photo booth. You will have a great time. If you've ever been to a seven ten event, you know how much fun they are. If you haven't. You don't know what you're missing, so come on out and have a great time. Thanks to Michelob Ultra, Bud Light Seltzer, and Pizza Hut. All right, can I throw something your way? Berg asked me this in the hallway. He said, hey, after the pickleball tournament, are you going to be playing pickleball? 
And I haven't thought about that. And kind of without no hesitation, I was like, yeah, I think I will be. Do you want to play next week? That's what Berg throws at me. Oh, okay. The only problem with this is just time slot, this, that. But anyways, yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to continue playing pickleball. Like if you'd have thought this thing, if you'd have told me a month ago, hey, Al, when Saturday rolls around and the pickleball tournament's over, are you giving away your your uh, your paddle? Probably. What am I going to use it for? Pickleball. No, I'm going <laughs> to keep it and I'm going to probably use it. Is that kind of random? It, That's so random. It's having a moment. It's it's an incredibly popular thing right now. I, I think it's got a little bit of racquetball in 1981 vibe to it, where okay. everybody was playing racquetball. There were clubs popping up all over America. You could not turn around and not run into a racquetball club. Yeah, go try to find one right now. They just mm-hmm. it it was a five six year thing. It might be that people really like it. So here's the thing for me. I don't care if everybody's playing it. If I don't enjoy the game, then I'm good. I, I'm with you. I kind of enjoy the game. It has a shelf life. If I play one hour, I'm not trying to play any more than it, right? Like one hour is plenty of pickleball. But for that one hour, I'm kind of enjoying myself. You're going to get like 45 minutes tops on Saturday. Because <laughs> oh, I, yeah, yeah. I, no, I, we're not, I, we're I not feel like that's how – I mean, it better not. Maybe here's a half an hour, 20 way, minutes. Here's the only way short. we end up playing more is if there's a loser bracket or there's just open courts and Jorge and Berg say, let's play. It's only going to be that. That's the only scenario because – in order for us to actually move on in the tournament and play three, four games, I think that's very unlikely. So it's going to have to be us playing with other people who lost from 710 ESPN. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know how likely that is either. <laughs> I'm just Yeah, saying, you're probably done. I, I, yeah, I, I, that's fair. I don't think I can. That's the thing. I don't. You'll see on Saturday. My mobility is extremely limited at the moment. I'm not going to be able to go. How's a knee? Not good. I'm just saying, I'm not blaming it on my knee. I stink at pickleball, full stop. I stink at pickleball and my knee is not great. So once I'm done competing, I don't know how much I'm going to I think once you see everybody else playing from 7'10", you're going to think, okay, I can hold my own. Everybody from 7'10"? Oh, yeah, holding my own, but I'm out at that point. What do I care if I get in the uh, loser's bracket or whatever it is? Because it's not even a loser. It's like a uh, recreation bracket. Yeah, it basically is literally an open court. I'm good on that. Speaking of brackets... The World Baseball Classic is, you want the good or the bad, Slee? Because there's there's a little bit of both. Give me the good. The good? Mm-hmm. Today is an incredibly important day to what happens next. Okay. Team USA plays Columbia. If they win today, mm-hmm. they are guaranteed to go through to the next round. Okay? They're, they're not guaranteed to be the top seed. It depends on what Mexico and Canada do. They're playing right now. Okay. okay? If Mexico beats Canada, Mexico's number one seed. Okay? okay? So we would be the two seed. Which means in the next round, we play Venezuela. They're really good. They won their pool. If we are the top seed, we would play the winner of Puerto Rico, the DR, which are playing later on this afternoon. Those are also really good teams. So, regardless, unless the U.S. somehow loses to Colombia today, unlikely, they're going to play some good uh, either Venezuela, yep. the Dominican Republic, or Puerto Rico. All three of those teams are really, really good. This is what we we want this to happen. We want those teams with all your major league all stars against all of our major league all stars. Now it's fun to now play in an event, mm-hmm. and we are a day away. We're going to know what it is by the end of the night tonight. Americans play Columbia at seven o'clock. If they lose, what happens? If the Americans lose, yeah. they could be out of the. They might not advance. They, they could okay, still. So there's advance still a small chance for that. Very unlikely. Okay. Even with a loss, there's still a. It, it's very unlikely, mm-hmm. but not impossible. Dr. Venezuela or Puerto Rico. There's no bad matchup after that. Hmm. And it's one done, so you get in, let's say it's the DR. Mm-hmm. 
all of our all-stars against all of their all-stars. Winner is out. Winner advances with a chance to maybe match up with Japan at Mm -hmm. some point because they're on the other half of the draw. This is what this is supposed to be, and we're basically a day away. Okay, let's say... Because there's a, a situation, wasn't Freddie Freeman taken out of the game? So you want the bad. <laughs> well, th- this is what I was going to say. Knowing that this could happen, right? Any, not just obviously a Dodger player, any player that's representing the WBC, mm-hmm. anything can happen. Shohei, something, something can happen, happen to anybody. It could happen in a regular spring training sure. game as well. Does it, do you have any hesitation of when these players are out there representing their country or, like you just said, you could be crossing the street and churn your ankle? Because Freddie Freeman um, left the game, suffered a minor hamstring injury yesterday while playing for Canada in the World Baseball Classic. Mm-hmm. They think he'll be fine, but there's just any time— If he would be fine, why wouldn't he keep playing? You know, so there's, there's, here, here's the rub. What's the? I, I asked, I did a little informal poll this morning, and everybody answered the question Kep. the same way because it's the first thing that I thought of. What's the first thing you think of with hamstring injuries? Uh, takes a takes a while. Exactly yeah, right. You got you got to be off of it exactly for a while. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. It takes a really long time to recover from and a it's delicate. Injury. And so it's as delicate, it can happen again. And it lingers, mm-hmm. and they get re-aggravated. Like yeah. we all had the exact same. That's not even if it's, oh, it's very mild. He's fine, et cetera, et cetera. The Dodgers' best player or best player one A, yep, now has a hamstring injury and it could linger for before a very the season long time, starts. Before the season even starts, that's exactly right. the The argument against well, it could happen anywhere. It can for sure, but playing against the Diamondbacks in a spring training game with a couple hundred people watching and you're facing a kid that's going to be in Double A in a couple of weeks is very different than playing against fifty thousand people in a stadium full of people representing your country. Representing your country, where mm-hmm. I hit a ball and I got to bust it to first base. Sure. I'm busting it at a hundred percent in March. In March, mm-hmm. where I haven't had a chance to kind of ramp up to this stuff. That's the difference. The Dodgers have the Dodgers seemingly have a player on every single team. And their best player, not named Mookie Betts, or maybe just flat out sure. their best player, sure. now has the classic lingering injury in a game that, in all intents and purposes, really doesn't matter. It, it's it's not nothing. Put it on the list of Gavin Lux. Put it on the list of Chris Taylor struggling, all the guys that have gone. The Dodgers have just had some bad luck that mm-hmm. they typically haven't had. That, let's put it this way. Remember when Kershaw was not able to play because of sure. there was insurance issues? And you and I talked about this maybe about a week ago. I don't think there was a Dodger fan out there saying, "Well, this is BS that Kershaw can't go in the WBC." I want to talk for about those reasons. Two two things about the Dodgers. One about me being right all over again, which we'll get to in just a sec. And two, I wrote it all out on a piece of paper. Slee, everything that the Dodgers don't have this season, it's a little shocking when you actually look at it on a piece of paper. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, seven ten ESPN. Al, I got a question for you, real quick. Have you ever gotten a text from your mother calling you an idiot? Because I just got one. I have not. <laughs> you want to you hear my, how this goes? My mom, this is the just kind of difference. Um, she just recently kind of figured out how to text. Okay. So whenever I get a text, it's like a miracle. It's like, I just got a text from my mother. <laughs> so she has not said idiot yet. That could be coming. This came uh, eight minutes ago. My yeah. mother just tweeted, you're an idiot. Have you never heard of chicken soup? And then I wrote her back and I said, yeah, but I'm back. I'm good as new. And then her response was, right, until you drop dead of a heart attack. Thanks, Mom. Love you. Appreciate that. <laughs> I'm fine. What could happen to me? <laughs> Nothing bad's going to happen to me. You, can't, no, you got your McDonald's. Yeah. 
I did. You I got, got what you in. needed there. I feel, I feel a lot better. What do you make of that? I, I feel like you're confused by that exchange. Um, I would not expect that to come from your mother. But that's your mother, tough love. She wants you to... Uh, she wants you to have some broccoli. She wants you to have some chicken noodle soup. She wants you to have some stuff that she feels like would be better for you. Yeah, well, there's better. There's healthier choices. But I needed to test the there's system. There's healthier choices. Sure it was up. I just did Fries not know. Fries have potatoes in them. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Pickles on the burger. Pickles on the protein in the meat. They're probably using vegetable oil to fry everything. So <laughs> there's your veggies. Diet veggies. You guys ever got a "You're an idiot" text from one of your parents? <laughs> plenty of times, and okay, then also good. more more from my siblings than my parents, but plenty of times from my parents. Taylor. It's usually the silence that lets me know I'm an idiot. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that, that's actually more effective, quite frankly. The you're an idiot, just the shot to the side of the head is <laughs> kind of, I can just, I can keep that one moving She came after away. your throat. Yeah, she she wants to make sure I don't have a heart attack. I don't want to, just for the record, I don't want a heart no. attack. I don't, don't I, speak I, that into <laughs> no, existence. I'm trying to avoid that. Well, trying to avoid it, hoping I, I avoid it is probably a better way of putting it. Tomorrow, we are all over Yamaval Resort and Casino. The 909 Sports Bar for a tournament tip-off watch party will be broadcasting live from 10 a.m. until 7 p.m. all day tomorrow. Compress the flesh with us. Me and Slee, Mason in Ireland, Sedano and Cap, wall-to-wall LEDs, 150-plus screens, so you get to watch all of the basketball, 32 craft beer so you can have a good time it's the perfect place to watch all of the action plus we'll be giving away prizes autograph memorabilia baron davis will be there four to six ucla plays at seven you need to be 21 please gamble response take the day off come on it's thursday Why it's not? opening of the tournament everybody Thur- takes thursday off and then let it leak into friday was thursday the big night at san diego state when you were there because yeah, thursday yeah. night tour. i think that's just kind of normal for every college campus yeah. right thursday night's the big night no you try not to Thur- schedule classes on friday thursday was the best night because the weekend hasn't started but it kind of started Thursday night was kind of the start well, of the started. weekend, right? So whatever happened on Friday almost didn't matter. Friday, you might even, it just depended, right? Are you rallying on Friday and make it two in a row? Or are you taking it easy on Friday and going hard to the hoop on Saturday? Kind of, you had your options there. So Freddie Freeman has a mild hamstring strain. So mm-hmm. take that for whatever it's worth. We all had the exact same reaction, which is, yeah, but what does that I mean? Does that mean it goes away in a day, a week, a month, the all-star break? Never. You know, just you have to be off that thing typically for it to heal, and then you cross your fingers. The good news for Freddie Freeman is a remarkably durable player. He he basically plays 160 plus games every season, minus one time where he got hurt early in the year. But he's been he's been remarkably durable, so that's good news. The Dodgers have had a weird six months from the end of last season to where we are right now here here's what's happened with the dodgers okay by the way the the durable on freddie freeman i don't know why that makes me even more cautious really because i'm and i only say that it's it's not common for players to be that durable he's 33 years old and that almost adds an element of oh no is this is he supposed to have an injury now? Like every player kind of goes through it, but that's that's You're just not, me in my own head. I, yeah, I, I kind of get that. So put that on the list as well. But I still think the Dodgers are going to be a very good team. Yeah, I think yeah. that they're a playoff team. But when you just listen to this list, it's like, how can you lose this and still think that, oh, yeah, this team's going to win 90, 92, 93 games? Ready? Trey Turner is no longer on the team. Yep. Gavin Lux will not play all season long. Mm-hmm. They lost 42 starts combined 
with Andrew Heaney and Anderson. Yep, Tyler they, Anderson. Yep. For, 42 starts between those two guys mm-hmm. you're going to have to find somewhere else. Walker Bueller will not pitch this season, mm-hmm. and if he does, it'll be at the very, very end, and he'll be ramping up from a return. Justin Turner is not on the team. Mookie Betts is going to play a significant portion of the season at second base, making your outfield very, very thin. thin. Mm-hmm. Okay, That's all the things that have gone out. Turner, Lux, Heaney, Anderson, Bueller, JT, and a thin outfield when Mookie plays the infield, which they say they're going to do. Here's what's come in to try to backstop yeah. all of this. Yeah. J.D. Martinez, Jason Hayward, and Noah Syndergaard. That is not – your balance sheet is not is not yeah. squared mm-hmm. at that point. You got Mookie. You it's got 2023. Freddy, you got Will Smith. Yeah. J.D. Martinez, Jason Hayward, Noah Syndergaard to replace all of that. The Dodgers are going to have a lot of work to do this season. Yeah. A lot. So a couple things on that. I think the the part that you just mentioned right there, why do you think they're still potentially going to win 90 games, make the playoffs? I That's do. how far ahead of everybody they were. Mm-hmm. right? So to, to have everything that you just talked about happen – and you're still in this 90-game mix, whatever the case. That's because you won 111, and you were that much better than the rest of Major League Baseball. They could win 21 fewer games and win 90. Yes. That's just <laughs> stupid. That's just ridiculous. So I think you have that. You had a little bit of a cushion, let's let's just call it. But mm-hmm. now you're thin. So now it's not whatever cushion that you had, now you can't afford. Freddie Freeman, you can't afford that. Right, like you, you don't have room for air moving forward. So even if Freeman is fine, but let's say he's kind of it's it's raw for the first month of the season, something like that. You can't afford anything to happen to the players that you currently have. So you don't have that that luxury right there. I think the other part of it is interesting too. Is you know what do the Dodgers do? Because everybody knows that the Dodgers have assets, that they have prospects, that they're obviously competing for a World Series or it's nothing. That front office is as good as any front office in all of sports, I would make that argument. I agree. So with all that being said, okay, do they sit back and kind of accept what this year... Okay, let's get the season started. Okay, let's see where we are compared to others once the season gets going. And then as you get a little bit closer to the trade deadline, what's the deal with Otani? What's the deal... I think there's other factors that they're keeping in mind. They're not just deciding, let's throw the season away. I think there's some curiosity of how the first couple of months go before they try to improve that roster. Take the Turner, Lux, JT portion of this and just kind of pretend that it didn't happen right now. This is what you have to do. You have to replace Walker Bueller, Heaney, and Anderson with May and Syndergaard. It's a lot. Mm-hmm. That 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 is those are that's a lot going out and it's a decent you know getting Dustin May back is a big deal he's a good pitcher I have high hopes for Noah Syndergaard but but that, where where again, May used ledger, to be a luxury is yes. now a necessity that, that's the biggest thing Chris Taylor for a long time was a luxury because he could play a lot of positions he was going to perform offensively he's got he's going to be your starting shortstop or your left fielder yep. he's going to be he's batting one fifteen this spring you know what his slugging percentage is hmm. one fifteen you know how many extra base hits he has this season zero. Jeez. He's striking out about a third of the time. That spring training, he's a veteran player, and this yeah. happens. Yeah. So I don't want to say that the sky is falling. But to your point, a, a strained hamstring, a slow start, an injury to one of your pitchers. It has a, it, it has a major effect. There's no cushion. There's no mm-hmm. wiggle room that mm-hmm. all of a sudden now you got to get – I need 25 starts out of Ryan Pepio. It's a big ass. How's Muncie doing? Muncie's doing fine. 
Okay. Mun- Muncie looks like Max Muncie again. Mm-hmm. Like he he he's fine. They're still really good, but that look if Muncie struggled, that who cares? We got these other seven guys that are gonna it's not backstop the case anymore. Them. They are really they're as thin as they've been. Ten years, still good, but the margin of error is non-existent. What, what's fascinating is they're coming from that 111 wins. So it, it, it's and I I think by, by the way I think that that's what gave a lot of optimism for some of these other teams in the NL is Philadelphia going kind of all in, the Padres going all in. Part of that also has to do with it, the the Dodgers for the first time have come back to to reality. Right, like they've been living in a high rise on the forty second floor, and if there's a war going on down to the first floor, they have no idea. We have, everything seems fine you up guys here. Right over there, like you need any help? You guys breathe in the fresh air. Look at the view from up here; it's gorgeous. I can see the ocean. Right? They only face the ocean. They have no idea what's going on around them. It's World War Three in the alley behind the building. And just- I can't hear anything. I mean, I don't know what everybody's complaining about. E. Slang writes, uh, Trav, have you tried using the hot mustard on those double cheeseburgers? First of all, it's a McDouble, not a double cheeseburger. There's a slight difference between those two things. One has two slices of cheese. The other one only has one. I prefer the one with one. But uh, hopefully there's also a Del Taco visit on deck for you. Um, no, I, that, that's further down the recovery road. And then this one involves you, Slee. It's from James Zuber who says, um, Badlands Chugs can eat an entire McDouble in 20 seconds, including swallowing it. Make it happen, Sliwa. Hold him to it. I don't know. It's not really like I don't do stunts. I just hadn't eaten something good. And if you, you can only have so many apple sauces and toasts before you need a little fat in your life. Bro, these people, if people do those food challenges yeah. where they're eating like. I, they're doing it for like a shirt. Remember, it was a guy Adam, uh, the oh I, I man versus food, or I forget what it was. Adam the, Richman. Adam Richman. That's exactly what it was. I don't know how people do it, man. I don't know how people do it. I had, they do it for like a living. I had Adam Richman on one of my shows a few years ago at the Super Bowl and got a chance to sit with him and talk with him a little bit. Really, really good guy. I liked I like talking with him a lot. It was like we discovered like you're into this too, aren't you? Like you really like doing like yep. Yes, I do. It was like we. Yeah, they weren't like concept questions. They were <laughs> detailed, detailed questions. And it wasn't one of these like, hey, he's a nice guy. It's like, yeah, it's like we we're the kindred spirits, like we had met before in a previous life. Never spoken to him before or since. But I'm like, yep. That's Is it Adam dot Richmond at Gmail? <laughs> let's let's get in touch. It certainly seemed that way. The dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. I'm sure it's a coincidence, M, that this is at the top of the list for It's literally at the top. There's a list that on our Zoom we can't I can't scroll down any further because there's so much stuff there. But the first one. City you want to read it? Read it for us. Yeah, okay. So this must say I think Taylor probably put it there. Yeah, of course. So the city of Glendale will be named Swift City this week because Taylor Swift is starting her Eras tour there this Saturday. It has actually been enacted by their city council that they have changed their name to Swift City. Businesses in Glendale, Arizona, say that the first two days of Taylor Swift's Eras, the Eras tour, will bring in more money than the Super Bowl. Which okay, so I think the very disappointing. I was hoping it was this Glendale here <laughs> that we could go to Rafi's after. I was going to say, get a nice yeah. Middle Eastern restaurant carousel <laughs> right after we watch Taylor Swift uh, right okay. so in front of the, the mall. Taylor's five-month-long tour begins in Glendale this Saturday. It's going to end in Los Angeles here in August. I will be attending the one in August, but it makes kind of it does make a little bit of sense 
because it's the two days is a long time. I know the Super Bowl has the whole week, but people are already arriving there in Glendale, saying all week in uh, Arizona. It's a lot of spring break trippers and stuff like that. So it does bring a lot of money to have Taylor Swift there. It, it's Emily, don't Damn. get mad at me with what I'm about. I to know say. the Super Bowl is way no, more. No, more no, no, no. That's not what I was going to say. What, what I was going to say is I I don't get it because like I'm not a fan of her music, but yeah, that that is such a remarkable thing to be able to say that. And and she's a one person act, right? It's not yeah. like she is part of this. She's not, not a part band. of the Beatles, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yep. no. that she is one woman who can alter the economy of municipalities in such an impactful way is extraordinary. Mm. Her and Beyonce can really do a lot for whatever city that they tend to be in. The Super Bowl, not like a flea market. No, I'm, ch- I'm, I'm like Super Bowl. I got almost like read it over a couple more times. It's like wait. How can she have that much impact? I get it. By the way, there's certain generations where certain artists just own whatever it is. That's, that's there's one of them right how, there. How long has she been at the top? Is it 12 years? Since 2006. How she old has is been, she? She's 32. She's yeah. born in 1989. So um, she ain't going away for a while. No, she's she's been at the top of her game for a really long time and consistently at the top of the charts. So. We'll see how much it does. It's it's a lot of stops, and um, Paramore is opening for her too, which is also a band like people like to see here at Glendale. So it's gonna be great. You big Paramore guy, Slee? Yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> I was a lot bigger in 2012. Yeah, I, I feel like I like their early stuff, but their right early now, stuff hey, was so good. Band, I, okay, I'm surprised you actually haven't heard of Paramore, Alan. You like pop punk? Um, no, my I just had a, a phase in like high school and early college where it was you know Blink One Eighty Two and it was no use for a name. It was just kind of random you, artist. You could have told me that Paramore was classical pop punk, uh, straight pop. Uh, this point, if it's K- not Weezer, K- I'm like I don't. K pop, I, I don't know. Like, I would I would have believed you. The real question is: is, yeah. is Inglewood gonna do anything uh, when Taylor Swift goes there? I think she has five nights. She has five she? nights that she's selling out. I know you're so in. Are you just going the one time? Just once. Just okay, let, let I can't me, more than once. Let me give an example how insane what she just said, what, what she just said, and just kind of the reality of it. This was probably about maybe 10 years ago. Jay-Z and Kanye performed three nights in a row at, at Staples at the time. Okay? So I think it was... Uh, I could be wrong, but I think it was a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was something like that. Performed three nights in a row. Three nights in a row, Crypto.com Arena or Staples, whatever it is. That's so impressive. She's about to... That's 19,000 people. Taylor Swift's about to do... SoFi. SoFi Stadium, and it's five nights. That's the insane. Capacity? When they configure it for a concert, what, what yeah, is Yeah, how do they I do that? I want to say it's like 60. <laughs> Yikes. So she's doing their entire weekend in one night times five. Oh, my God. Gosh. And so there's a lot of cities that don't get a concert. It's like San Diego doesn't get one. Uh, a lot of places in California, Sorry, people can travel to Los Angeles. You want to know why they're not going to get one? Because they built a 29,000 seat stadium <laughs> and the Chargers are gone. That's Petco. why they're not going to get Go one. Petco. Petco would be good. Actually, yeah, Petco's, she, they've done some good concerts. Yeah, at but Petco. I think that you have to decide whether or not. So if it, as a touring artist, I think you have to decide whether or not you're going to do baseball stadiums or football stadiums. And you have to, because I think I don't think they work together. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dodger fans, do not judge me with what I'm about to say. You know where my loyalties lie. God, I love Petco Park. It's so awesome. We went and watched the Holiday Bowl down there, uh, North Carolina and Oregon. Oh, it's a badass uh, park. I'll, I'll go to a handful of Padres games park. every year. It's just it's it's a wonderful night out at the ballpark, even if the Padres. You know what it is. <laughs> you know what it is. It's more like uh, I look at I look at Dodger Stadium, and I've said this about Dodger Stadium. 
I don't think there's a time I go to Dodger Stadium and I don't take that full lap. It's yeah. a museum. Yeah. It's a museum. It really is. It takes you back to like the history of this, that. Peckle Park is more like it's uh, it's a rem- it's a remodeled home that yeah. looks really good and Dodger more Stadium modern. is awesome from a visual standpoint. The, the mountains, the 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 pavilion roof is iconic and everything else, and the fact that it sits in a little hole in the ground, it, it's awesome. Yeah. But the game day experience, they've improved a great deal with that. You say you can walk around the outfield thing, but it's the third oldest ballpark in the major sure. leagues. It's old. Sure. It's legitimately old, and especially if you start going through the concourses and stuff, you're like, yeah, this is. This place was built in the 50s and 60s. That's a Fenway it, thing. It That's like uh, you know, Fenway, Wrigley Field, Dodger Stadium. Mm-hmm. At least the seats are bigger in Dodger Stadium. The seats in Fenway are so tiny. Yeah, mm-hmm. Fe- Fe- Fenway's another one like Al saying. It's just one of those places that you go. You're having a great time. Green Monster. Awesome. It's super fun. Literally bars right out. Like it's it's a it's a cool scene. Give me season tickets at Petco Park before Fenway Park. <laughs> right. It's just there's 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 no comparison. Today is National Where to Go, Emily. Everything you know is wrong day. Explain. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's, it's just one an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> Everything ever all at once. Uh, but it's one of those random national days that just kind of gets thrown around all the time. But I put it on there because I think it's interesting because, uh, you know, just to question the world, be a little conspiracy theory like, and, you know, everything you know is wrong. Expand your mind. Maybe Aaron Rodgers is getting to get at me a little bit. But I, you know, I was just thinking about things that we could be conspiratorial. I asked about. her this morning if there's like a, a conspiracy theory that's kind of widely known, but that you actually believe is true. Do you know the one about the Denver airport? Because she's a believer in that one. No, I do not. The Denver airport is by those who are believers, mm-hmm. believed to be like a hub for post-apocalyptic life. Yes. Right? That there are a series of underground caverns that are not used, that they built it in a place that really doesn't make any sense. Mm. There's a lot of uh, post-apocalyptic art inside the airport I'm down to believe it. This is interesting. There's the um, horse outside outside of the airport that has is all blue and has uh, red eyes. It actually... um, killed the person who was making it because it fell on him or something like that like there's a lot of weird stuff around the denver airport and i think that it's not really a coincidence but i do also think that the airport buys into it and like they do lean into it a little bit you know they have gargoyles sitting around and stuff like that unless it's true then you want to throw people off the sand (laughs) (laughs) right you don't you don't want to say oh yeah that's what when you're actually you know storing aliens okay where where do you where do you fall on the unidentified objects well i was gonna say i was Mm -hmm. gonna ask you like which ones that you might you know i I am. I don't want to say that I have an open mind. I believe that mm-hmm. people, things, entities, intelligent something has come to this planet from somewhere else and is keeping an eye on us, just trying yeah. to see what we're capable of, what we so, know, what we can do. They're obviously far more advanced than we are, yeah. but I, I believe... And not only am open to that idea, I believe that that's. True. I want to believe that stuff. I do. Who's the guy? Is it Bob Lazar? Is the one that went on Rogan? There's the one that was um, around the. Uh, um, what's the place in uh, what's Area 51? Is that mm-hmm. so? In that, I listen to that whole podcast. I, I think all that stuff is fascinating. Even over this last, do month, you believe it? I want to believe it, but you don't. I think there's definitely no question about it. Doubt. I wish. I wish you now they try to show some of this footage. Hey, look at this radar from the um, the Navy put from it from the Navy. The Department and this of Defense that put it out, but like everything is nothing is 
everything's so choppy. It's this, yeah, you know. But when so. a guy that's flying a two billion dollar fighter jet goes, yeah, I don't know what that is. There's that's more than one. There's a lot of them. And by <laughs> the way, weird deal. Off in San Diego, that's where a lot of that stuff is going why. on. What's in San Diego other than all of our military right. technology? <laughs> by the way, I so I would like to believe it. Also, it's a nice sweater. Do you believe you. it? I like that. Uh, here's the because I do the urban legend is that there was a crash at Area 51 mm-hmm. in Roswell, New Mexico, um, and they transported the bodies of the aliens yep. to Dayton, Ohio, at the Wright Patterson Air Force Base in a Hangar 19. That's how detailed the urban legend is. I just think it's a place where we fly experimental aircraft. Sure. What and, about and the next, idea, Mace, of yep. something intelligent coming from somewhere else, checking out on us every once in a while? You know, I want to believe it. I don't think I believe I it. I do. Do you? I, I do. think we, I mean, I read that we are 2,000 years away from the next possible star. It would take us 2,000 years okay. to get there mm. to the next inhabitable planet. The thing that blows me away is, so there's billions of stars in our galaxy. Mm-hmm. There's billions of galaxies. Mm-hmm. It's unbelievable how much is out there. It's ridiculous to assume That's why. that there's nothing. That's why. There are unexplained things here. To your point, maybe it's experimental things from our government or somewhere else's. Right. Or someone else's. By the, other, the other thing, by the way, is that we got this from the aliens, uh, this experimental stuff, and then we started using it ourselves to create experimental aircraft. But the thing that really puts me over the edge is what you said. The the arrogance that would come along with we're the only ones is staggering. Billions of stars in our galaxy, what? billions of galaxies in our universe. Right. A billion times a billion times a billion. Well, why don't they send me an number. email? Yeah. Why don't they send me a <laughs> little better a footage? They're, 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 they're working on a different level than we are. Let's do a little super crosstalk. <laughs> so, Mace, you and I have known each other for a long time. Yes. But you just dropped something on me that I had no idea. And I I'm so happy to know this yep. and ask a million questions about it. We were kind of talking about today. Emily, what's the name of the day today? Uh, everything you know is wrong day. Everything you know is okay, wrong day. Got it. Okay. It's national everything. So it's kind of conspiracy theory day, right? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people know the name of the, this show and what it's about. There was a show for a very long time, syndicated radio show that was on across the country. It was on, I want to say KBC here in Los Angeles. K, uh, KFI. KFI. Yeah. Okay. Um, called the Art Bell Show. Yes. And it was about the weird things that happen in the world. Yeah. It was about aliens and remote viewing and werewolves and vampires and all of the stuff that people just go, ah, that's not true. Yeah. Right? It's now hosted by George Norrie still, I believe. Still. Doing pretty well. Really fascinating. Yeah. yeah. You hosted the Art Bell I Show? filled in for Art Bell that for a week. Awesome. Yeah, it was crazy. It was a crazy experience. Did you have the... Because they'll have interviews with people that swear they've traveled to other planets. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did you have was all it, of that, that had, whole thing? I had an alien abduction one night. Okay. Mm. Um, I had... As a guest, not as a As caller. a guest. Okay. I had a... Uh, there are lizard people living inside Earth. Yes. Uh, there's that story. Um, there was an Area 51 story. Okay. There was an Atlantis story, a oh, story about the city regular, of Atlantis. Another regular topic. And the, and the rule is that you had to accept every premise. Like, you'd have yes. a guest on, yep. and you would have to accept the premise, no matter how weird or outlandish it was. You don't poke too much into it. You just kind of give me more, give, give me, me more, more, give yeah. me more, give me but more. But you can ask questions. They just can't be, oh, you're out of you're your You're out damn of your mind. mind. <laughs> That's <Right>. ridiculous. <laughs> right. It's, well, why did it happen this way? Yes. Why, how, what else happened? Why doesn't it happen to more how people? How did the lizard people get there in the right. middle of the earth? That why kind has of no stuff. one else seen them? Exactly. Questions like that. Yeah. Did you have a hard time entertaining the Wait, premise? Okay, well, oh. which, one, which one was most believable? The lizard people inside the planet. Most believable? Oh, most believable. Most believable. Least believable. 
believable was lizard people. I thought I was going to say most believable. Mark Zuckerberg? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Most believable was probably, it was all the Area 51 stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Art Bell actually did his show from Roswell, New Mexico. That's where his studios were, like in some bunker in Roswell. he did it like from a trailer in Pahrump, Nevada. It was like a a bunker he did the show from. Awesome. Oh, it's even better. It's yeah. even better. It was is. an awesome experience. Thanks to Craig Kitchen for hiring me to oh, do Craig's that. It was best. a great gig. <laughs> Craig's the best. Great Craig, gig. Craig, if you're listening and that opportunity comes up and you're looking for somebody, please call. By the way, my agent <laughs> is working on trying to get me uh, an opportunity to fill in on George Norrie's show. Yes. So I, I'm trying to get in there. I will call. Yeah. I, I, make a, make I, a call I will for absolutely me. call. Was there anything where you had a hard time? Just like, come on, I can't even pretend to entertain this. It w- I mean- the lizard people. I did two hours with this guy, <laughs> two hours with the lizard people, and I nothing I mean, got you, just nothing. even a little. The lizard people, by the way, yeah, like you might be honest. When they come from the middle of the planet, they become politicians. Ah. So the politicians that we see, the powerful ones, are actually lizard people from right. the middle of the planet. I'm sold. Can I go yeah. back and listen to it? Do you have a, Boy, a I link? I wish I had tape That's on awesome. I was not taping that. Have you ever gone back and listened to yourself when you were first getting started? I, you know, I've got a whole bunch. Of, they have this thing called Legacy Box. Have you seen that advertised? I have not. Where you take- uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. You That's take right. like your old cassettes mm-hmm. and your old VHS tapes and stuff. You put them in a box and then- they, Send them out. They mm-hmm. send them out and they digitize them. So I've got stuff from Toledo. I've got stuff from New York. That's I've awesome. got early stuff with me in Ireland. Do you really? I've got a videotape, a VHS tape of me when I was at Bowling Green State University introducing President Ronald Reagan, who was campaigning mm. Well, you in were president of the Young Republicans. I was president of the Young Republicans <laughs> and president of the Interfraternity Council. So I, I, I was a... Uh, you were a, quite a campus go-getter. Oh, I was. I really was. I did too much. So here, I would imagine that if I went back... I have not listened to myself from a long time ago in a very long time. Yeah. Your voice always sounds a little different. Yes. sounds a little thinner, younger, yep. right? That's kind of inevitable. Were there, but every once in a while you hear someone go, that was pretty good. That was kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, okay, I can kind of see what I was going for there. It's almost always terrible, yeah. especially when you're first getting started. But are the nuggets there? They're actually on YouTube right now. Somebody put this up and there is me doing... I used to... Remember how Rick Dees used to prank people? Of course. So there's we called it masonizing, okay. and there is one on there that I think is now so mean. It is so mean. You're Go pranking on. somebody else. I'm pranking somebody else. Mm-hmm. What was the premise of the prank? Uh, it was for she, mythical money. She made homemade wine. <laughs> okay. Okay. And somebody actually did. 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 Okay. I was told they make homemade wine, so okay. I became uh, an FBI agent who was investigating. The use illegal use of alcohol sure, a in her neighborhood, <laughs> right, right, and she she actually cried a little bit. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to make it this bad. I once did a guy. Your boat is sinking right now. Oh, your boat is sinking in the marina right now. And uh, and my partner, I, I talked to her, and she she would say, yeah, all I have to bail it out is a Dixie cup. All I have is a <laughs> That's Dixie kind cup. Of funny. Yeah, no, it's it's funny stuff. But it, now I look back and I say, oh, that was kind of mean. That's kind of mean. Made a lady cry for illegal bootlegging. Illegal sleep. bootlegging. I'll find that link. <laughs> I'd like to and, listen and to send it out. I, no, no chance you have any of your Art Bell time. I would listen to no, that on the drive home. I don't home. think I do. Oh. I don't think I do. God, I wish I had that. That's fascinating. Yeah, it really is. I, I, I think of when, and I get caught up into some of that stuff. If somebody, even we were talking about it in the last month or so, right? Unidentified objects. What is this? Remember, there's a moment there. Found another one over Alaska or yeah, whatever it is, right? Yeah, there's been a lot lately. 
and and then podcasts will come out on it and it's just you know an hour of somebody swearing guys i'm telling you finally we got the evidence that we're looking for and then it just kind of dies down again it just gets quiet but i always find those there were a bunch in san diego weren't there yeah san diego we, we were talking about this is all the way dating back to i want to say 2004 yeah. 2006 something like that where a lot of these um a lot of these pilots it just became a regular thing it's right. like they knew it was there but it wasn't doing anything to them, so they just kind of... It became a regular occurrence where it almost was they, no the, big deal. The unidentified object was almost kind of interacting with the Navy pilots. Yeah. Like they, but yeah. the unidentified object was very clearly the superior craft. Like it could, I, Oh, no, it no. Could listen, move, they, they were talking about... Ways that aircraft don't move. Yes. When, when you're 200, whatever, 200 miles, whatever, off the, um, off the, off the ocean... And that there's, it's super windy. So a lot of these jets are, you know, they're kind of moving. This thing just would move at all. Just stood there. It, it yeah. hovers going into like a 70 knot headwind. It just sits mm-hmm. there. Yeah. It no, it's, it's crazy. I wanted to react fine. to something else you were talking about today. So you're talking about being recruited into a wedding at the last minute. Yes. Like you got recruited four days before the wedding. Four days. Okay. So when Juan and I first got together years and years, 17 years ago, um, it was about six months in, and I was taking him back to Cleveland, where my parents lived, and was introducing him to my parents. My grandpa died. My grandfather died. So he had to go to Altoona, Pennsylvania, on Juan this did. trip. Juan did. Okay. For my grandfather's funeral. And he was 89 years old. They did not have enough pallbearers. So here's Juan, recruited to be a pallbearer, at my grandpa's oh wedding, <laughs> at the first trip he ever met my parents or my grandmother. Hey, you're making friends fast that oh, way. Oh, man, you right. go straight to me. And, hey, here's my mom and dad. Uh, you got to be a pallbearer uh, at my grandpa's funeral. You strong? You're back good? <laughs> exactly. Because we need you to help carry granddad. Yeah. like, is this a test? What is this? Yeah, okay, we're rec- recruited to be a pallbearer. I was a backup, backup best man. Backup, backup. Yeah, were you in the wedding? I was uh, in the wedding, but... Um, his it's a close friend of mine but his best friend uh was teaching international we were talking about he's like i don't think you can find a worse scenario than somebody else in this way no i think i got one his best friend was teaching international so he wasn't able to do it okay scratch him off the list yeah somebody and it was, was like a vocal thing hey he can't do it and then oh he can't do it so can you do it oh so you were like a fourth round draft pick. I was, <laughs> exactly <laughs> At best, fourth, fourth round. I could have yeah. got traded at any moment. Yeah, What's but not the best man. The third. The the I, I'm teaching school on the other side of the world. I can't get to your wedding. Is a valid reason. To oh not sure. Be. What are some other ones that? Hey, listen. I because weddings are very rarely spur of the moment. Yeah. Right. They're they're usually sure, planned, a lot of planning. planned long in, in, advance. in advance. Save the date. You it, get that. Save thing. the date. And hey. And by the way, if I'm asking you to be my best man, presumably we have a very personal, close relationship. Yeah. I say to you, I'm getting married in three months. I would like you to be my best man. What scenario is can't make it? Because that's a very personal thing to ask, and you're giving a lot of runway. If it's the hey, I got I'm, one. I'm having an impromptu wedding next weekend. Okay, here's that's different. Here's an example. We knew about the pickleball madness tournament a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It happens to be Lisa Ireland's birthday. Yes. So Ireland, that's why he's not participating. Mm-hmm. So he told us way in advance that's Lisa's birthday. I can't do it. That's the sort of thing. The sort of excuse it would, or I've got but a trip you, to Europe. If you were getting married and yeah. you asked John to be your best man three months in advance, even if it was Lisa's wedding, he'd be at your wedding. 
Yes, he would. He would be there. Yes, he That's would. That's my point. Yeah. No, like, there, there are there are. Things. It's hard to a, come up with a an wedding excuse. as the best as a guest. Yeah. Very because like if I'm just invited to the wedding, I can come or not. Best man. I'm asking you to stand up for yeah, me. Yeah, right, right. I think there's I think there's one that's no question about it. It's obviously got to be honest. But you had somebody who was close that passed away within yep. the last sure. month, two months, whatever the case is. Something like that. In a, two months? Yeah. That That's not uncommon. There's a lot, actually. That's not uncommon, at least... I, I can't speak for every Middle Eastern person out there, but it's not uncommon that there's a little bit of a stretch there where you don't go to weddings, events, stuff like that. Right. So that's not that's not uncommon. I got drafted into a wedding four days before the wedding itself mm. because the groom of said wedding literally did not have any friends who were coming to the wedding. Really? The, the, the wedding party was already mostly work associates to begin with. Yes. Which I did not make the first cut of in the, the first run through it. Right. One of them dropped, again, to drop out of a wedding has to be a pretty serious event as, as a officiant or as a, as, a, as a groomsman. Yeah. And so I was drafted in at the very last minute. Wow. It was odd. By the way, speaking of save the date, I'm telling you right now. Okay. July the 22nd. You know, I, I've thrown some massive parties in my life. We are going to throw a massive party on July the 22nd, which is a Saturday. And uh, it's going to be, we've, we've decided, it's going to be Christmas in July. Okay. So the entire awesome. house is going to be direct, uh, will be decorated with Christmas decorations. Just because? Christmas trees. Yeah, just Christmas in July. A theme for the thing. It'll be Christmas well, in July. Well, Mace used to throw arguably the best holiday parties really good party. for yeah. years. Yeah. COVID hit. And we've been in a hiatus now for the last couple of years. Yes. So that's, that's no, awesome. I did your cookies and cocktails. Oh, had, the that, cookies one was that, huge. That's a good party. That's the night that uh, Sliwa kind of went stumbling down the steps at the end of the night with Chris Morales to go to a place called, what was that bar? In Venice? I forget what Rooster the bar. Fish. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Roos, you yeah. went to Roosterfish. Well, I wish I could say that I was stumbling down, but really more what I was doing, Morales was over at, when you're basically on the, you guys had some outdoor furniture outside. I yes, can't remember if it was an actual couch or whatever. He was basically posted up there as if he was done. Like he's just like this. <laughs> so then I naturally was going to the bar and saying, hey, Chris, can I get you one? And he's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, sounds good. I'll get it. And then I would just bring him drinks. And Nice. Morales is not one of those. If you put it in his hand, he's going to drink it. So who it, did so the stumbling? You or Morales? Morales was. Oh, yeah. yeah Morales he was, was, he was. He was in good shape. He was good and sauced. Yeah, he was in good shape. Good and sauced. July 22nd? July 22nd. Seconds. Save the date. All right. All right. Four days before, I promise I won't drop out. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> I promise that that's not how it's going to Are you go. ready for uh, ready for Saturday? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Did I'm you practice? Uh, I'm playing with my brother. My brother gets in this afternoon. He's okay. my oh, so pickleball play. partner. Uh, so we're going to go out to uh, to the park and play today and p- do some pickup games. Hopefully um, not raining. I, yeah, I'm hoping it clears up enough to be able to do it. Uh, but that's really our only chance to practice because tomorrow we're all going to be at Yamava. Yep. Yep, and Friday we're going to call it an early night because Saturday is going to be. Well, it's, game be it's game yeah, it's time. Game you day. don't go out the night before the big exactly. game. Exactly. Are you going to carb up on? You know how people like marathon yeah. runners. I'm going to load up on really carbs. Are. Yeah, I am. I'm going to load hey, up Momo. on carbs. Hey, how just are like, you? Is it just donuts? Yeah, those are carbs. Yeah, yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> Sugar, donut, perfect. <laughs> One of those bacon bacon donuts, maple bacon. Donuts. Oh, those are that good. sounds good. That yeah. has some protein. Those are good. Yeah, there's a little protein. You're right. Yeah, a little greasy protein. I like that. Like sweet bacon is one of those weird combinations that's so good. It It, is good. It works. It's just so good. The concept initially, I'm like, what the heck is this? And then it's like, no, this works. Yeah, totally works. Not a bad way to do it. 
So Jaws coming back before too long, right? Yeah. It's I mean, basically, basically time served. Time served. Yeah. Two more. He's eligible to come back Monday, right? Yeah, he won't come back Monday. It'll probably be Wednesday. So wait a minute. It's retro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so he's not. He doesn't have to serve eight like on top. Okay, he's eligible it. to return Monday. Likely to return Wednesday. I wouldn't even say Wednesday. It was like you know, like after something that. Yeah. like that. Yeah. After, after that. Monday. You surprised or? Um. Yes and no. Like I thought it was a little light. If you if you look at it, you're like eight games. It's not much. But here's the problem, guys. And, I, and maybe it's not a problem. Maybe this is good that we're airing on this side, but can't really prove every even though you can see something in a video you can't prove it right, right? True. and so the statement is very carefully worded how um, can you not prove it it's, it's how do you know it's a real gun how do you know well, the statement it was... says it's a firearm so yeah. it sounds like there was either proof that it was a firearm or he admitted it was a firearm okay um but they don't have the actual firearm okay and they also say they could not corroborate whether that firearm was with him on team premises in a team facility or, a team or facility or while he yeah. was traveling and it, so that and that's the real big issue of the cba and i think also um it's kind of like you know the police in colorado basically said okay even though he's holding what looks to be a firearm they and he looks like isn't he's that a, isn't it an open carry state it's yes. an open carry state but not well if you're not if you're in a club not if you're drinking yeah under oh, the not influence. when you're drinking if you're intoxicated it. yeah well in the nba statement it does say in an intoxicated state yeah so there is sort of some admission there but I don't think the cops in Colorado are going back and relitigating. It, no. What, what's happening here is this. Um, what's happening here is that everybody's looked at this. It's a bad. It was a bad scene, bad situation. Um, he's done all the right things since, right? He, yeah. He, you know, immediately apologized, deleted all his social media, went to a rehab facility. By the way, people are misreading that report from last week. Like, I think, what Which was report? Tim McMahon the saying? Rehab oh, facility? He's checked himself into a, a, re, a counseling facility a counseling or something. Counseling facility, right. Like, as if that just happened two days ago. I don't. I think he's been there for much longer. It's just when we were finally able to report it. You know, right? it's funny. Like, it's not that easy to report mm. that kind of a thing. Sure. So. And w- when it broke, right, that he was going to step away from the team, right? That when yeah. he, and I think was, he's been there the whole time. There's a couple of games. Yeah. And... I remember you, you, John, and, and Al and I were having the conversation. It was when you were on vacation. Yeah. And I, we were kind of arguing a little bit, Ramona. You're like, hey, he, and John was like, I think he might be done through the end of the year. Yeah. Right. And I said, I don't think so. I think he's going to be back as soon as the NBA can look themselves in the mirror and put him back on the court. That's when they're going to put him back on the court. And it feels like they almost split the difference. Yeah. They kind of right? split the difference. They, they split, they didn't throw the book at him, so to speak. This isn't, okay, you're back. Now start an eight game clock. This was, we need him back in the league. It's better for him to be back in the league. It's better Turn for the us page. to have him back in the league. Mm-hmm. The sooner this goes away, the sooner we stop talking about it. But we can also say we did take care of it. They kind of cut the baby. And he yeah. got a pretty good reprimand from Adam Silver, right? The quote yeah. in that pretty statement was strong. pretty strong. Yeah, pretty strong. You know, so in in some ways, this is theater, right? I mean, you, uh, that was where I it is a on little it from the beginning. It is a little you performative, get a strong right? response. From Adam, so I, I thought that was a harshly worded statement, and and I can only imagine what the conversation in in person was. But see, here, here's the thing. No, no, though. no. His quote was reprehensible, I, I irresponsible, reckless. You know, yes, pretty... and those are very powerful words. Yeah, they're words. He ain't missing time. Yeah, I mean, I kind of games without pay is significant. I, but I, I, I kind of think there's an element. I think it's a little performative. I do too. Yeah. It's like we've got to do something, but we also got to get him back on the court. Uh, it's also what you can prove it, you know? Like, I think they could. He, he Look, Adam Silver has carte blanche here. He could have done whatever he wanted. And there's the. the what would David Stern have done? I think it would have never got to this point with David Stern. 
Where would he have nipped it in the bud? Uh, probably after the incident with the Pacers. Mm-hmm. I mean, this goes all the way back. I mean, if you go look right, on it wasn't one incident. Media, um, there was um, there was a video of him going to like flying on a private jet last year, where he's like, you know, pick your poison, and he has two uh, out the jars. Uh, like one's a classy Azul tequila. I know my tequila, so I knew that one. Yeah, and there was another that was a different kind of tequila. It was pretty good. I think it looked like like a. Why don't, why don't you hold all this stuff? These guys want to go oh, home. Okay. Yeah, sure, and we're and and we'll talk about it coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Super yeah. Crosstalk is powered by In and Out Burger. That's what he, you think. I want to Travis asked a question. Travis is like, I, don't know. I thought it was a good question too. If I'm yeah. giving it was. I've been right today once and wrong. More I heard you wrong and then quick right and then quickly wrong. Looked, Every like tweet that. was changing. I like liked, uh, Mario just totally cut bait with you guys. <laughs> I like to yeah, keep a gone. very balanced ledger. He left us. Yes. Yes. Right. If I'm table. If I'm loud wrong, I'm going to be right for thirty. With a shift, right? <laughs> Super Crosstalks powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. Mason and Ireland coming up next. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah.